Good evening, Matt Happy Upward. Happy New Happy Year! Happy New Year. Hey, uh, today we're going to be doing Bloody New Year. Bloody New Year, because it's New Year. Because it is New Year. This is not really, this is... Uh... Shh, don't oh, spoil oh, the magic. Know what? That's a good point. It is New Year's yeah. Eve when this... <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Just don't upload it until New Year. Hell yeah, well, I mean, that's tomorrow. <laughs> that's the day after tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's New Tomorrow's Year's. New Year's Eve. New Year's Evil, if you will. So we're recording this right now on January 1st, and yes. it's New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Um, See, I, I just messed with time. You know what else messes with time? Planes. This movie! Uh, and planes. Airplanes. Experimental aircraft mess Launched with time. Launched on New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> this is This movie is... I was just trying to figure it out before we started. I was like, do I like this movie? I think I do. I really did. Uh, it was the first time watch for me to do this. Me too. Yeah, I, p- I picked a movie that I even ever seen. And that cover Just it was New Year. That it's cover I had looked at a billion times at rental stores. Oh, same. That's, and I it's... thought I had rented it. I thought I was like, I must have seen this. I think it was so ubiquitous that I was like, oh, I must have seen this. That's what I thought too. And I hadn't. And it's like oh, I remember shit. seeing that cover so many times when I was a kid at multiple places. But yeah. for some reason, I've just never seen this. I mean, the one thing that was kind of weird for me was that I was expecting a different kind of movie, especially because of that lurid cover and all mm-hmm. that. I was like, oh, with the skull and the party hat, this is going to be like a Night of the Demons kind of thing. I was expecting, you know, it's going to be gore and nudity and nonsense <laughs> and craziness. And it was like, well, I got, definitely got craziness. Yeah, it definitely delivers on the nonsense. It delivers on nonsense and craziness, but not the, the exploitation elements. Yes, which um, is severely lacking and would have probably made this a, a, a big much bigger cult classic this movie is it looks like a like a doctor who episode i mean maybe it's just because of all the british people that it makes me think of a doctor <laughs> who episode but all i could think the entire time i was like this movie is like a like if monty python was hired to do evil dead but not make it funny <laughs> And I was like, this is, <laughs> it's very much like, it felt like an extended Monty Python sketch that had no no punchline. With one exception, that middle section, when they're running away from the voices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on, legitimately on the floor. <laughs> legitimately <laughs> like, oh my God, fall out of your chair laughing. Yeah. Maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen they in a movie. They were chased by a laugh track. They were chased by a bucket. <laughs> and it was a laugh track that you recognize from British mov- from British yeah. sitcoms. Yep. I was like, oh, it's like, are you being served? Is running through the woods chasing <laughs> these people down. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so that was great. And you uh, can clearly see them looking at it, too. What did the laugh track look like? <laughs> but imagine. I Okay. Imagine you're like, okay, what's scary? <laughs> Evil Dead, they got that thing. Scary noise. Ah, I've got a one-up on that. What about laugh track? <laughs> <laughs> it almost seems like one of those things that you just slap in when you're editing a movie as a joke. And then, it, and then once you see it, you're like, oh, shit, we're, we're keeping this. <laughs> billion percent. That is something that seems like it should have been a joke. And it was not a joke. They... They played that really straight-faced, and that's another thing that I like about the movie, is that it's played as though it is, you know, The Exorcist or (laughs) Amityville Horror or something, and it is very much not. No. It's very, very (laughs) cheesy and fun. Okay. All right, so the beginning, which I 
don't even know why they included. Uh, we start out in black and white at the 1960 New Year's party. Uh, everybody's like, <laughs> you, you see everybody dancing, and they just conga line out the door, and you're like, what? Yeah, like, oh, okay, that was it. Except one lady who needs to go use a mirror. This what? was shocking too. It was cool looking. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a it was a good jump scare. So she goes over. She's like, everybody conga lines out the door, and she's like, oh, hold on, I need to go check my makeup in the mirror. She runs over to this mirror in the corner, and she is grabbed by her own reflection, which is, you know, kind of a typical horror movie trope, but it happens so fast and it's edited so weird because she goes in, bam, smash cut to the fair. Yep. And that was like, you, and this happens multiple times in this movie where like someone will get attacked and the cut, the edit is in the weirdest place. Oh yeah. Like someone gets stabbed and it's like, Am I not going to see who stabbed them or why or what nope. happened to them or anything? That just like, oh, the thing happened. Maybe they died. Something happened something, to Tom. Something happened. That's oh. all we're told, too, by the lady when yeah. after that cut. Oh, by the way, um, I think I got all of the names wrong in this. So <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I think every single one of these characters is fucked up in my, in my notes. So okay. you can correct me if you happen to know what I'm getting wrong. I probably won't. <laughs> Perfect. So <laughs> don't trust me on this, anyone. But uh, if you're doing your like dissertation on this, <laughs> on this movie, don't trust me. Um, you made me fail. <laughs> what class would you be doing a dissertation on this movie? <laughs> uh, British New Year's horror movies. 101. 101. Sign me up. <laughs> I would, I'd be all over We're going to be discussing Bloody New Year. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so we get our smash cut happens, and we go directly to carefree British teens hanging out on a beach in and an inexplicable dirt bike. Thank you. I was just going to say, <laughs> who dirt bikes on a beach? It's, you're it's, just relaxing on the beach and somebody's doing popping wheelies. It's almost like gross. like somebody didn't get a permit to film and there was a dude on a dirt bike who was like, I'm going to make him pay for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps going back and forth over and over again and it means nothing to the scene. It's just insane. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. This movie likes to make a lot of choices like that. That you're just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's got a... I've actually, in in seeing reviews of this and things, people have mentioned House or yep. Houseu, the, yep. the Japanese house. And I'm like, it kind of has that vibe. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. It's a much, much less so. That's one of the big disappointments of this movie. Not a disappointment. That's, that's an overstatement. It would have been amazing if they'd done twice as much. If they had done the same types of scenes that they did all the way through this movie. Yep. And they did two times the number of scenes of weirdness that you can't explain this movie would be one of the biggest cult classics of all time I think because it was just not quite enough weird shit it was just enough weird or, shit or that, there's plenty of weird shit but not enough purpose behind it like I don't even need it I mean like when I watch House I don't know what the fuck was going yeah. on in that movie but I was happy because the piano ate somebody and then it turned into a cartoon and some yeah. other weird shit happened but this one's just like, oh, look, look, there's rock stars. Oh, no, there's not. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, look, somebody, somebody, a ghost sat down on a bed. Ooh. <laughs> ghost ass. <laughs> ghost ass. Um, oh, my gosh, the water, the water sprayer <laughs> fell into the tub. 
Nothing comes of that. I love that, too. Yeah, nothing. Okay, so... I was like, oh, this is going to get saucy. And speaking of saucy, okay, so our opening here on the beach, we have a dude and his girlfriend, like, he's putting suntan lotion on her back, and his friend is on the other side, and he's like, I'm going to get in on this. Yep. It's the first of second butt grabs from Spud. He also grabs her butt when they're running up to the hotel for the first time that's too why Spud and she swats dies him around first. Yes. That's why we kill that guy off. You play grab ass, you win <laughs> prizes. You get Death murdered. prizes. You get murdered by a guy in brown face coming out of a fucking It wasn't brown face, that was cinema face. He, he was, cinema he was face. a black that's and white fair. man. He was a f- he was in fake uh I don't even know. He was like Lawrence of Arabia yeah. type dude. I don't even know where he was supposed to be from. But okay. So the other thing about this was it reminded me, this intro, once we get past the, so there's the dirt bike grab ass nonsense going yep. on. Then we go to the fair and it's just little vignettes. Like we get these, like sort of a pseudo montage. Yep. Reminded me so much of uh, the incredibly strange creatures that stopped living and became mixed up zombies. I have not seen that. It's the same deal. Basically, he just does, a like he uses the, the fair as like free you know, yep. just it's super easy to get value out of out of shooting oh, yeah. rides. Yep. So it looked, you know, it was cool. Whatever. So Spud is going to look for a girl, <laughs> and he finds one, an American tourist on the teacup machine. But there's two greaseball punkers that are just okay. Okay, and, and, and another thing, why? Okay, I wouldn't I'll... they be like maybe like macking on the girl? No, we're going to completely kill our chances and just stand here on this carnival ride spinning a lady. Were they 10? That's what, what? <laughs> <laughs> like this makes uh, yeah. No, I agree. This whole opening uh, we, were, uh, we were watching this last night and we were just like, what is going on? Cuz it, it's is it's going insanity. On. Uh yeah, so they're just spinning the teacups. Spud goes and tries to help her. <laughs> However, uh the dad comes out. That's I guess he's called Pa or Dad. He's okay. He's the fucking cartoon Texan from The Simpsons is yeah. what he looks like. And then he's got a cowboy hat. He comes out. He's like, yee-haw. And at first you think like, oh, he's a ride operator. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm going right. to put a stop to this. But nope. He, he tries to – he just wants to let the punkers – I think they're all together. Like, Yeah. For some reason, they're, they're like a, in a, it together. A gang of three people, yeah. Completely inexplicable why he would be with them. Yeah. And – not to derail this particular bit of insanity, but prior to this, there was another little vignette over by the photo booth where a dude gets held up at gunpoint by an 1800s cowboy. It's because it's one of those old school photo shoot things. You you dress up like a cowboy and you get like a black and white photo. You ever seen that? Sure, I've seen it, but but that they weren't getting their photo taken. It was just a dude with a gun in this somebody's yeah, back. Yeah, it's just a guy trying to get him to do it. They're like, hey, hey stick I'm him gonna, up, partner. Come I'm take a picture. Sure it was a different would, time. It was a different time. <laughs> you could just put a gun in somebody's back and be like, wouldn't it be fun to get a photo? <laughs> uh, Welcome to 1987. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, it's the UK. They probably have never seen a handgun before. (laughs) God damn it. Lucky bastards. Um, Okay, so... Oh, yeah. So Tom has a bright idea to cut the power to the teacup machine. Right. And so he pulls... He he turns off the the power, power. and then he... What does he grab? Like a fuse fuse or something? Okay. And so he's got this fuse, and... Instead of just being like, okay, cool, we shut down the ride, everybody's gotten away safe, 
he literally does a like. Yep. Damn, we're on key. That was good. <laughs> I I assume it's because that's the uh, that's the Descendants song. That's what key that's in. Okay, that's what's in my head. Is I don't want to grow up as Descendants, but yes, he does that, and holy shit! And then it becomes a Scooby Doo chase of uh, Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny of the, of the, the two <laughs> punkers and their dad. I think the underwear. guy's their dad. I I'm, I'm rolling with that theory. It's so crazy. He's like, oh. My, hey boys, I'm running the teacup machine. You should come and harass some ladies. <laughs> okay, Dad. Do you, do you realize none of the punkers talk? No, they don't have a single line. No. Why not? Weird. Why? Why even bother? No punker talks, or the dad. None of them say a word the whole movie. So so strange. I mean, okay, so they do this. They get that thing out. Everybody runs. They're getting chased through the park. We've, uh, so I still don't know. I mean, God, we're going to get bogged down in this if I go any further. But why is Spud looking for the girl who's on the teacup ride? He was looking for a girl. He was just looking for any he, girl. He wanted a date. He was, like, he was looking, single. Okay. Remember, I, he he said, his friend said that on the beach. Like, get your own girl. And he's like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going so to fun fair. Literally, he was just like... I'm going to go look for a damsel in distress, possibly being tormented by punkers on a teacup I think he was just looking for any girl, and he found that one. fair. Yeah. Got it. So, and then they just hook up, like, off camera, like... Okay. Like, he says that in the haunted house, like, guys, meet Carol, like... Okay. And she's an American tourist, and that will will come into play not at all. The other thing (laughs) about these punks is that they look like Dexie's Midnight Runners a (laughs) lot. He's got the fucking handkerchief and everything. (laughs) Ridiculous. Ace on his jacket. I love... (laughs) Oh, maybe he's uh, a member of Guitar Wolf. Yes. Um, okay. Ooh, Wild Zero. I haven't seen that in forever. Ace! <laughs> um, what a fucking killer movie. Yes. God damn it. Oh, love me some Guitar Wolf. Rest uh, in peace, Bass Wolf. Oh, Bass Wolf did? I believe so. I don't really follow him. Um, okay, so... So they're running through the haunted house, away from the punkers, <laughs> and... I don't. I forgot who's driving. I, one of them. He okay, gets their so, car and he just drives. He's like, I gotta go save my friends being chased by these punkers, and I'll save them in a jeep pulling a giant freaking sailboat <laughs> that yep. I'm going to literally drive through the walls, through the, dark through the haunted house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> regard for anybody else's life, be damned. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe what we were watching. And when when they drive out, I mean it. It's that kind of thing where the tone of the movie is, like, that's the tone of, like, a monkey's episode. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, okay, it's okay that they drove through the wall because they're in the monkey mobile and you know nobody's going to get hurt. And then, of course, they're hanging off the side of it. Sure. Perfect. But this thing, you're like, well, this is a horror movie. (laughs) And you just drove through, like, you probably ran over some kids, right? Like, there's, like, a kid stuck to your tire. Like, that's yeah. not cool. And so they're driving away, and the punkers are jumping onto the side of the... They're, they're jumping onto the sailboat that's being towed behind the car and everything. And the punkers are trying to get them, and they just so keep uh, punching the punkers out. And do you notice that uh, conveniently <laughs> stacked piles of uh, trash? No. Like, the, the three punkers, when they flew off, oh. every one of them landed in a pile of boxes. Dude, like, the just... scene when they shut off the, the Ferris wheel or the the the, uh, the teacup ride. Oh, and they all run. And then they all fly. Yeah. When it, so instead of, like, slowly coming to a stop because the power goes out, the thing dead stops like a brake was hit, like yeah. an emergency brake. And 
the bad guys, like our comedy bad guys, they, literally just fly the fuck off the they ride. They run off the ride and jump through the air. Right. It's they, such a bad stunt. Yes. But it's still... I, I thought actually it looked pretty good. At least hilarious. one of the guys looked pretty good when they did it. But um, Hilarious. So is Paul the redheaded guy? No, I thought that was Tom. Tom. Fuck. Okay, boy, my notes are messed the fuck up. <laughs> okay, but the girls are also at a fortune teller, and the and or two of the girls. Yeah, they get pulled away, and you know they're getting a normal, boring fortune read and whatever. They get pulled away, and then the fortune teller. We cut back to her, and her crystal ball is bleeding. Yeah, that was cool. And she's like, ah. I wish they'd gone a little more in depth into what she saw that's, to be like, oh my god. And that's again what I'm talking about. Like the movie's filled with weird shit, but there's no real explanation. Like why? Like if even if she'd said something cheeseball, if she'd been like, beware or what? Yeah. Like some really like '60s cheesy nonsense. I yep. would have been like, that's better than just nothing. But it's weird. I don't. Maybe not better. Stay away from deserted hotels on islands. <laughs> Uh, like, they didn't listen. <laughs> right. Like, if she'd, if she'd been, like, she'd looked at it and she'd been like, oh, my God, and she'd chased after them mm-hmm. or something, you know, and then they're all chasing and it's all in fast motion and they play yakety sax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then it would be really, <laughs> that would be terrifying. Okay. So. So they they fight off all the punkers. They drive away, and then they uh, instantly cut to they're on the boat now. <laughs> they love these smash cuts. They, they do love these like cut. Hey, cut to action, man. Yeah, it's the only thing I Why remember. Why waste for- time watching us pull up to the <laughs> yes. the beach and launching our boat? We're just on it now. Yeah, yeah. It's so they talk about absolutely nothing. They get into a vaguely sexy conversation, and then they hit a rock after like five seconds. <laughs> And we're like, oh shit, they're gonna drown. And then we look at the waves, and it's like, oh, you're like five feet, like five from, feet shore. from shore. And they even kind of say it. They're like, yeah, oh, we're basically close we enough stand. to walk in. Yeah, they hit a rock, do. and uh, and they don't even try to save the boat. They just let that shit sink. Yeah, we're like, aren't you gonna try pulling that a little bit or anything? Like, nope, fuck it. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Rick's boat? It is Rick's boat. It's somebody's boat. It's their boat. They For had some it reason, I remember them saying that they took it from somebody else, but Rick is the guy that's with them, so I think it's his. They probably stole it. They're I mean, fucking at this maniacs. Point, they are, they're <laughs> totally maniacs. They probably stole the boat. It's probably not even their car. <laughs> uh, freaking oh murder God. machine driving through the haunted house. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, they just basically so like like you said they just walk onto land because they're right there. Yep. Uh, and this this sets up that thing where you're like like I instantly I was like oh we're gonna get one of these like hunted for sport on an island kind of movies. That was my first guess about. Yeah, because we instantly get like a POV lurker on the island looking at him. Yeah, exactly. So I was so like, like oh, okay. there's crazies on the island. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. They're all wet. They fell in the water. They're going to get hunted for sport. I've got my uh, moist, dangerous game locked and loaded. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I can't use that joke. So I've used <laughs> it anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. A for effort. Thank you. <laughs> when else am I going to be able to use that? Yeah. Okay, so... Paul sneezes and then says that he cut his leg on barbed wire. That was the weirdest scene. 
He's like, Hachu! He's like, oh, my leg. <laughs> that sneeze hurt. That sneeze cut my leg on rusty barbed wire. <laughs> Look out, it's everywhere, he then, says. Then, boop, up, oh, pop up, horse skull. <laughs> pop horse skull. Uh, okay. Sure, I mean, that's, I assume that's just another thing that happened from the secret government research plane. Yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> makes makes horse happen. skulls attack them. <laughs> So we see a crashed vehicle of some sort, and then they go through the woods and they find this enormous hotel called the Grand Island Hotel. It's like, it's all decorated for Christmas, and it's the Christmas of 1959. This is almost more of a, a Christmas movie than a, a New Year's movie. There's, there's I agree. tons of Christmas decorations. There's Santa Claus. They... Santa gets cut to a whole bunch because they have that pretty awesome wind-up Santa. I have that same toy. It's pretty great. <laughs> um. So It's completely empty They don't see anybody in there They can't find a single person They call out for people Blah 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 And they're like Well we're freezing Fuck this Let's go light a fire somewhere And yep. they go hang and out they're gonna The girls are gonna take off Those wet clothes right <laughs> Yes we're Literally <laughs> Constantly Teased with nudity That never happens uh, It's ridiculous But Boo uh, movie, Boo, boo. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's also a giant keep out sign, too, which I was like, why is there a sign that says keep out right before you walk up to a hotel? Yeah, who put that there? Who the fuck put a sign that says keep out in front of a <laughs> giant hotel? No wonder it's empty. <laughs> um. Anyway, they light a fire. They go looking for clothes. Paul and Leslie, I think, or Tom and Leslie. Tom and Leslie. Tom and Leslie. Aha, see, my notes again. Um. They go to the bar, and they're making drinks, and they're like, oh, it's too dark in here. Let me go open the window. Open the window, and bah, there's a guy standing out there. Leslie freaks out. She's like, there's a guy out there. And then he's gone by the time Tom can see him. Yep. So. At this point, we still think it's a, a stalker. We don't know it's a, a ghost. It isn't a ghost. That's definitely from the carnival. That what? guy was That guy was from no, the carnival. No, I paused it. That's the pilot. That was the pilot. Yeah. I assumed that was the dude from the car. No, they don't show up till later because they're like, I guess that makes really sense. after that fuse. I guess that makes <laughs> sense that they didn't just like. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that fuse was thirty five cents. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I need my teacup ride back. I'm gonna chase so the kids rent- all the way to a fucking island. <laughs> I rented a boat. And went out to they it. all rode out there in that freaking dinghy. I guess that's right. <laughs> <laughs> This movie would have been so different if they kept cutting back to them. <laughs> would have been great. And, like, the dad was constantly whacking his kids. Like, yeah. Come on, son. You got to get moving. Come on, get, get, get. <laughs> now, That's the movie I want to see. Yes. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, the, there's a maid who shows up now. This was one of the most confusing parts of this movie for me. Why? Okay, you don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uh, does. You, you were like, you were like, don't even ask me this fucking question. Why but is she there? Or what she's doing? Or she's why e- is she corporeal? Yeah. Why can she be in the same reality as they are? And nobody else's. If we're a, okay, I, we probably Until have to talk about later on. what happens later on. Yeah. So we kind of have to explain what goes on here. the The story is essentially that there's been this plane. We find out later has gone over this this place they were testing a uh it crashed there it crashed there yes they were testing uh 
a stealth cloaking technology that messed with the time-space continuum. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy on TV who was like, we see, we see a report on television with a guy who gets really heated, and he's like, you don't know the kinds of forces you're messing with. This is the very fabric of time. The things that you could do, you know, you, you could do... I don't know, make ghosts. Um, (laughs) But that plane's going to make ghosts. (laughs) And then we get to the point. So all of these things that we see that are ghosts in this place are not ghosts, but are people trapped in time until they're not, until they're zombies who are then (laughs) mephitic and after the people were there and they actually have, yeah, I don't know. It makes it seem like they're, what, celebrating New Year's every night? Every... It, it's very confusing. It doesn't really tell you. Okay, so... It doesn't really tell you what they do all day. <laughs> the thing that I didn't... I mean, I didn't get a lot of things, but I didn't understand especially why these ghosts want to kill anybody. Yeah. So they're like... They exist here... Something has happened to them, and they are trapped in 1959, and they're repeating the same... They're groundhog daying, I assume. This same day is repeating over and over for them, but it's not repeating over and over for them because they can interact with people from... Like, there are people who are talking to the people who are existing in 1987. Mm -hmm. Later on, when when the lady with the silver head is that Leslie that yes so Leslie is possessed I guess by one of these and she somehow is able to talk to everyone and she's like oh we're repeating the same day over and over again are you because this is new shit (laughs) were these people here before because they weren't I know they weren't because they just showed up so this is a new fucking day for you now you're just doing the weird time travel movie thing it never works out right exactly (laughs) it's like but it can't if and who's upkeeping the hotel? Like, it's immaculate. <laughs> that lady is. Oh, I guess so. Uh, yeah. So there's. <laughs> and she's got all the time in the world to clean, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, okay. So she's that's. Been, she's been taking care of the hotel for 27 years now. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very confusing. <laughs> but yeah, the, a maid shows up and gives um, the girl what, a towel or something. Yeah. Shit. She's like, here, here's a change of clothing and a towel or whatever. <laughs> And and then she goes away, and then we see her disappear. Yeah. So she... It's a red herring that she's a ghost, except that then when they're like, aha, but here's the real end, it, it doesn't make sense with their version of reality, so they've just fucked up, is mm-hmm. really all it is. Um, okay, so this is where the lady takes a bath. Which makes no freaking sense, because they didn't then, have any power. Right. So, she did a cold bath? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who knows how they heated water in the in the fifties? I don't know. But this is that scene where there's a shower head on the side of the like one of those retractable shower heads or like bendy whatever. It's like a shower wand. Yes, yeah, something like that. And it comes to life like a snake and crawls into the water, and nothing ever happens. Like, and then it's like, okay, sure. If this was the route that you were going with this idea, where I thought this was going to be like an Evil Dead vibe, right? And I was okay. like, oh, damn, movie. You're going hard now. <laughs> I at least thought that they were going to be like it was going to try to strangle her or do something, but it never nah, does. I guess I'm the gutter mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought something was going yeah. to happen, but literally nothing happens. No. I mean, 
It just it's, it didn't Im- even have to happen. It's implied that Rick shows up and he comes in and scares the ghost away or whatever. <laughs> but if the if the plan is that just these are not ghosts, we're just seeing people who were trapped in time and they have to repeat the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's a hellish torture for them. So that's that's a scary concept. That's yep. a cerebral scary concept that all of these people are are being tortured and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that this happened to people and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> sure, that's, that's actually kind of cool. But instead, these people are doing things intentionally to hurt people in 1987, which doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't jive at all. So, okay. <sighs> and it's right. also one of those things where I like to picture the ghosts too, like in human form, like, they're invisible, but like, so why did a guy walk into her in a bathroom and go like, Ooh, I'm going to move this little wand and dip it in the well, water. Right. <laughs> because again, if that had been, if that had been them in the past, just doing their actions, it, the idea would be that it would just move up and spray in an area where she's yeah. like, there is a person, some person in 1959 is taking a bath a at the shower. same time, <laughs> grabs the thing and is spraying it on themselves or they think they are. They're repeating the same things, but it's affecting things in 1987 yep. somehow. Oh, that'd be a neat concept. That I kind of get, but again, it's not going to get you the kind of like, they wanted to play it safe and have a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, they wanted to have it be a slasher movie, which is... The, the producers wanted confusing. the PG-13 movie, and it right. overruled the director who wanted... Slasher. The baddie bad stuff. Yep. Sadly. And, yeah, there we go. Okay, so now I can't remember who these people are that go in. It's a bunch of the people from our group. They go into... This place has, like, a really nice theater, um, and there's a band playing or actually there's two different spaces. There's a literal movie theater and then there's a theater theater where a band is playing, which is like for a new year's celebration. This was again, another misstep as far as I'm concerned, because the song they were playing was clearly a 1987 song. Yes. (laughs) It was a legit, like that was an 80s song. It was more like an 85 four song. It was like, it felt like Huey Lewis in the news. You know, and it had well, that. The, the reason is because it was from the '80s band called Cry No More. <laughs> right, but like, Cry No More could have, you know, did a '50s. Right, they could have put on a fucking song. Yeah. yeah, grabbed a Vibralux amp and gone. But they sure. didn't. But they didn't. They were like, <laughs> no, we got to get our hit song yep. into this movie, and then we'll be the next big thing. Everybody's gonna want recipe for romance, <laughs> and they were. <laughs> When the caveman rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was a song from 1987. Caveman rock, rock, rock. Caveman, caveman rock, rock, rock. rock. Uh, yeah, if they like walk like an Egyptian, they're gonna eat this one up. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was definitely like on somebody's mind at the time. They were like, okay, what? I mean, what? listen to the dumb shit. We're okay. We opened the door. We got on the floor. We walked the dinosaur. What can we do next? The cavemen haven't been represented in this. Uh, there's a Flintstones movie coming out in five years. Let's get on Let's that get on the thing. ground floor. <laughs> They're going to need this song. Um, anyway, okay. So the ladies in the group all change out of their clothes and get into 50s clothes. And one of the women is in this room and she has 
a sad ghost looking at her, putting on her clothes. So her clothes, again, in another confusing moment, her clothes exist in 1987. She's wearing her clothes in 1959. Her ghost form is wearing her clothes. But she's not a ghost. She's a person in time. No, she's she's a a time ghost. (laughs) This movie should have been called Time Ghost. It should have been called Time Ghost. It's also called uh, Time Warp Terror. Which is a pretty cool name, I think. It's okay. It's And Horror Hotel, which is a stupid name. I love the name Horror Hotel, but <laughs> it's already been used. Um Yeah, I don't know. I You don't like Time Warp Terror? Time Warp Terror. Time Warp Terror works because this was nineteen eighty seven was that time when the fifties started getting like really popular and everybody was like, let's make a movie that's like, let's redo Not of This Earth. Let's do yep. a fifties tribute you know, this is gonna be like the blob or whatever else. Like people were remaking fifties movies for and some Back reason. to the Future was popular too. Back to the Future was popular, that kind of stuff. There was a real like fifties resurgence. There were like fifties songs on the radio. <laughs> Sleepwalkers was around this time and the entire soundtrack was fifties songs. You know, like it's it was a weird little like yep. five year period when people were enamored with the nineteen fifties. Um so I get it. Uh okay. It's better than the swing craze <laughs> that, of, like, 98. I like the squirrel nut zippers. Yeah. Um, and uh, Zoot Suit Riot and all that. Remember that came in? And, and yep. That came and went fast. That that Mambo number five. That was way later. <laughs> Mambo number five was, like, 20 years after that, wasn't it? What? Wasn't it after squirrel nut zippers? Wasn't No way. It was way before that. I thought Mambo number five was, like... 2015 or something. Oh, God, no. Really? Way older than that. Yeah. Maybe I just don't listen to popular music. Yeah. I gotta get on that. Okay. No, I don't. (laughs) So, Leslie wants to fuck on the snooker table. Yeah! She wants to do it. But Tom is a fucking square, and he's like... He is a stick in the mud. I'm obsessed with fuses. I gotta get the power on. It's like, bro, so his entire character so far, all we know is he loves fuses. <laughs> he steals one from the <laughs> from the ride. He's, he he's obsessed with finding the fuse box. Oh, my God. This guy. <laughs> uh, so he does. They go down. They're not going to do it on the haunted snooker table. So whatever. They go to the basement. We see more signs of people outside the windows. And Leslie's like, okay, we're not going to do it on the snooker table. How about in the moldy basement? Let's do it. <laughs> and for once, I really appreciated this thing. Like, so they've got a candle with them, and they're like, they've got matches. And they were like, they'd light the candle and then throw the match willy-nilly in this fucking yeah. old dry basement. And I was like, what are you doing? You're going to burn this <laughs> fucking place to the ground. It like It seriously gave me real, like, like a weird panic attack watching them do that. (laughs) And then it turns out I wasn't like that was for a reason. And they actually throw a match like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon (laughs) into a a box box of Acme fireworks. (laughs) And it's set up like Acme fireworks. Like it's got the like bottle rocket sticking out of the top (laughs) and it's a wooden crate with label on the side that ruled. I mean, and then (laughs) what I love is that it was like, Oh, um, 
so we went to the basement. You hear that, like, the other characters are hearing these fireworks oh, yeah. go off elsewhere. They're like, what the fuck is happening down there? And apparently that turned the power on. They w- <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the power went on. They leave this basement. They're just like, the fireworks are still going off. You can hear them after they've left. And they're like, well, uh, our work is done here. And... <laughs> Don't even check to see if the basement's on fire, if they're going to burn the place down. Fuck it, next man's problem. (laughs) They're maniacs. They are legitimately (laughs) maniacs. That's so crazy. Love, (laughs) I love their attitude. Got a real sassy attitude, these these teens. Um, Okay, so there's a spooky haunted vacuum that comes after them. <laughs> we get a moment of this vacuum turning on and going after them because the power comes back on yeah. and it falls down the stairs. Everyone's like, Whoa, the jukebox turns on and the came. battery powered Santa turns on. Cause the power came on. Mm, yes. Yeah. He's got one of those like surface chargers. <laughs> That's what's going on. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, they, they've got caveman rock. They've got, uh, Burning basement. Um, yeah, there you go. This is where we get the the TV turns on, and we get the black and white news story about. And we get a lot of it. We hang here for a while. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's like I think it would have been better if they just, you know, so you're flying that invisible plane with the, you know, universe altering technology over the hotel at midnight. Yes, <laughs> move on. Right. You know, they wait. They spent so much. Extra I time agree. On it. It's like that's all you needed. They didn't really explain anything. It definitely felt like it. It felt like an insulting the audience's intelligence kind of moment where they were like, "No, no, no, people are too fucking stupid to get this clever thing that we've figured out. Let's make sure that we really lay it on thick." Yeah, because the actor lays it on thick. He's like, he has a full-on meltdown on the show, and he's like, how can you do this? You're go- messing with the fabric of time. <laughs> Are you hearing that, audience? <laughs> this <laughs> is why there's time ghosts. <laughs> Look out for time ghosts. <laughs> and, um, I mean, he's not wrong. Turns out, time ghosts. Yep, time ghosts. Oops. Whoopsie. We got them time ghosts. <laughs> Always a problem this time of year. <laughs> uh, Bloody New Year, a.k.a. we got them time ghosts. <laughs> we get them time uh, all right. So more ghost stuff. We get the ghost butt sitting on the bed. Um, everybody goes to the bar now. They start hearing voices. And they're like, whoa, we got to go find out what that is. Turns out it's because the theater has turned on and it started playing Fiend Without a Face. Which looked like a fun movie. It is a fun movie. That's a crazy movie. <laughs> um, so that happens. And then we- they... Yeah. Then a different movie starts playing, and it's like film clips of, of the hotel. Yeah, and there's Spud... there are two. There are two film projectors. Yep. One That's... little one that then plays like a 16 millimeter film of their of like vacation footage outside the, outside the hotel. And Spud, being the funny guy that he is, gets up there to to riff on it. <laughs> he does. Terribly. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, it's more like he's miming with it. Yeah, like it's not it's it's painful to watch really. He's like, Oh, a girl with a hula hoop. Yeah, I, I can do that. Watch me gyrate my hips. This right. is funny, right? This is funny, right? right? Guys? I'm doing I'm imitating the things I'm seeing on screen. Uh but, but luckily he really, gets murdered. A really cool thing happens here though. Uh one of the people in the movie jumps out of the screen yeah. and uh kills him. And and and, and this part uh, this had such 
potential to be a better scene. I hated it because the thing pops out. How does it kill him? It like gets over him and goes raw a little bit and scratches his face and he dead. Irritating. Like, yeah, like it was a weak kill, dude. It was a cool ass setup for the weakest dumb kill. And then once he kills him, he flies back into the lens of the projector. Both of those things looked amazing, and it looks so cool. So, but the, you I, botched the freaking kill, guys. <laughs> Bring the character back in, the guy that you kill, and then the the thing continues, and he's in the film. And kill him on film. Yeah! Come on. Or, or just give us a blood kill. Like, pop out of the movie, rip off his head, then fly. He, he sure. did the dumbest, weakest little, like, cat scratch on his face. I was, I mean, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be more like a, a Hello Mary Lou kind of, like, yep. or Freddy kind of deal, where it's like, Pull him into the screen. Or he's shocker. now exactly <laughs> or shocker. He's now there, and then they all kill him. They all they all ghoul out because oh, we already know that so they're cool. all that they all have the ghoul look. Yep. So all of these people who are in this like Lawrence of Arabia play, whatever the thing is that they're doing, they all turn into zombies. They kill the guy, and everybody watches it, and then the thing goes flip. flip, flip. And that's the end Fuck, of the reel. That would have been so much cooler. It's so much cooler, and it's and you still get the cool shot of him flying to the camera, but just with the guy too. With the guy, those shots are so good. Yep. It looked when he comes out looked brilliant. Brilliant. When he goes, when back, he goes back, back in, in it brilliant. looks brilliant. Like, Everything in between, just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. They bummer. botched such a cool ass scene. And that is that actually is so shocking. Like when you see, so it. It's very clear that they meant those edits when people are killed and they cut them short. Mm-hmm. That that was a, an artistic choice on their point on their part because it turns out that they know how to fucking edit because those those things are like yep. some of the best I've ever seen. So whatever, I I still don't get those. I still don't get those cuts. The like the stab then nope. <laughs> weird. Okay. Um... Paul and Leslie go to like a a boathouse kind of side building. Yeah, it's some part of the hotel, like maybe the maintenance or yeah, maintenance shed that has all the boat related things and fishing nets. That's it's they, a fishing resort. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess they catch fish for the for the food. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> so this, this net seems hilarious. So apparently, this net. So okay. So they go in. Leslie gets attacked by a net. Well, it doesn't even attack her at first. It feels like it just landed on her, it and she instantly freaks out. She loses her shit. <laughs> but then we find out that there are hooks in this net. Then the net starts coming alive, and that looks cool. Yeah. And it, it works. It does. It, it looks good. But, like, for some reason, it does have, like, metal hooks in it that are, like, cutting her skin somehow. And so Tom grabs a hatchet and starts hacking it, and it cries. He kills it. He kills a net. <laughs> he, like, hacks at it in one random place, and it makes a xenon noise. It sounded like, just ah, like the xenon ah, pinball machine. Ah, ah. Yeah. But, cool. Um, so... Right, so she gets the net off her. Oh, then she... shit, this scene is amazing. Uh, the Moss Man? Yes. Yeah. This was nutter butters. Totally. So she goes over to this this table that has like a green felt covering on it or something. Looks kind of like a like a pool table kind of looking table. And she basically turns her back on it for a second after being scared by a can that falls out of the pantry, <laughs> which was a little weird. Um, but it's she scary. turns her back on it and it 
comes up out of the floor, essentially, it's like a or seaweed monster, rises up, guy. turns into a seaweed monster, and starts attacking her. <laughs> and it looks great. And Tom grabs a uh, harpoon and just starts stabbing it. And green then it, goo starts green pouring goo stuff, And then it just melts back in and becomes a table again. It's like, And that damn. looked so good because you get the, the table flattens out and it's like this big puddle of, of the green slop. But then they edit it down so that it's like, oh, even the goo is gone. Even the blood that, that happened, that's disappeared. And you're like, okay, well, that's a weird scene. And this is where he gets stabbed from behind. And it cuts. And we don't know what happened. And they do not let us know what happened. Either it's a weird choice, like, later on, like, when Leslie finds the other, she's like, something happened to Tom. Come with me. Like, and that's, yeah. all, that's all we hear. Like, something happened to him. But I wonder if there was, like, a gore scene to this or anything. But, well, like, th- they had to cut for... Here's... Okay. So maybe they just didn't have anything else to go to if they had to cut that other thing. I, my feeling is that it's a misfire. I think that this was supposed to be, oh my God, who was in there with them that could have done this? Mm -hmm. And then later we find out that Leslie is evil, so we know that it's Leslie who did it. Was it? Oh yeah, absolutely. It had to be. I mean, she was- She didn't get evil until the pop punched her through the stomach. I think she had been evil ever since she was attacked by the, the net. Okay. I think that she had. I think that was the she had idea. evil net power. Maybe. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but that was how I read it. It okay. was like when I went back to it, I was like, oh, yeah. I think that maybe it was cut that way to be like, oh, who could it possibly be? Yep. And then, oh, look, here's the reveal. It was her the whole time. Maybe I'm wrong. It could just be just a little funky. And what was that monster? Was there a monster partying on New Year's Eve? <laughs> So, here's what I would have loved if they were like, yeah, there was a top secret, you know, experimental (laughs) thing and it created time ghosts. Wow, that's crazy that it happened there because that place is already haunted. (laughs) (laughs) There's muck men that turn into tables. (laughs) The tables turn into monsters. (laughs) Or something. That would have been fun to have that extra little bit of information. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, by the way. I there's... told you not to fly that experimental aircraft over the haunted hotel. Uh, <laughs> On the anniversary of the massacre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you know, it's a bad combination. It really is. On Friday the 13th, come on. Jeez, what are the odds? <laughs> this is just bad news. <clears throat> Okay, so this is this is the best scene maybe in the history of movies that we've already talked about. <laughs> uh, we get Rick, the main who's like our main like fifties hunky protagonist. Like he's that kind of like looks like a fighter pilot kind of main character, mm-hmm. um, and his. His girlfriend, Kim? Janice. Janice. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to make up names. Or Janet. Sure. You know what? Janice and Janet both work. <laughs> no one's going to know the difference. No one else knows this movie well enough to know whether we're telling them. It's definitely we're... a Jan. It's something like that. <laughs> um, but we go full, full Monty Python. And this is where the, this is where the, 
the sitcom soundtrack follows them around and it's legitimately just a laugh track. They're like, Oh no, what is it? <laughs> and it's following them through the, through totally this evil dead style, evil dead style. And it is maybe just one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. Um, it follows them around for three, four minutes of screen time. And then eventually they run off, they run off and this whole scene is broken. Like, find a, they, they like run and then they, then they find a beach sand <clears throat> and they see right. footsteps appear in the sand yep. and then they hear the laughing again. And it's like, Oh crap, it's back. <laughs> but yep. like, they don't explain the footprints or the laughing or anything. Nothing. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well we, we got away. Yeah. I guess. Okay, and then they wind up at a burned-out house that has mirrors in it, and they see the ghost pilot. Yes, they hear a plane crash, and they see an explosion, too. Yes, and they see the ghost pilot in the mirrors, and that's the thing is that you see, you always see them in the mirrors. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's another part of this that I don't quite understand. There's nothing to get. Okay, It's just a thing. I'm convinced there's nothing I but mean, just like I think you're right. They're mirror people, I guess. Like we we hang shards of mirror in the woods and uh Right. And, and then and sometimes when you become a time ghost you get trapped in a mirror. And I he guess. seemed to be the good guy if there was to be like a good ghost. He seemed to be the one that was like not like not malevolent. Yeah, he's just a lurker. Ex- except that in the next scene he does the full on like the Scooby Doo thing where like the villain makes the the two armed grab for somebody and they just get away. Yep. And they don't notice him. Like he full on like he's like hiding in the bushes. He does two arms to grab for one of the girls and she's just like, "Oh, Fred." And like turns and walks away and oh, and it's just like air rushing between the hands as yep. she gets away. So that's weird. I don't know what he was going to do. Maybe he was just like, I want to talk to someone from the future. (laughs) Tell me of iPods. Um, uh, Let me see. Who won the election in 2016? (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Um, Okay, let's see. What else happens here? We got... um, I don't recall. I'm glad you got notes. Oh, (laughs) fuck. This is another. This is another big, like, big swing here. Um, I can't remember which which of the the girls is wandering around the okay. hotel at this point, but one of them goes in. She hears something inside. She walks in, opens a door, and a blizzard attacks yes. her. And she's just like she's getting like soap flakes blown at her by a <laughs> shitty snow making machine. And she's like, ah, she goes into the living room and she like cowers in the corner and it just starts filling up with snow. And she's like, you think she's going to freeze to death in the corner because it's going to murder her. But then she just like wakes up and she's outside. Yeah. And then she looks in the window and there's a little miniature of her in a snow globe without very much snow. Right. So she's like, she's... like would happen if you were caught in time. Is, I mean, I somebody's guess making snow globe people, right? <laughs> maybe that's it. They've got so much time on their hands. They're like, I want to remember the time that I tormented that girl with a fake snowstorm forever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a snow globe of it. Makes as much sense as anything else. Exactly. I mean, 
that's the thing with this movie that I like and don't like at the same time. They right. just throw the weird shit at you constantly, but just... without any rhyme or reason behind it. It's it's almost like a dream. You know right. when you have a dream or somebody's describing their crazy dream to you and, yeah. and you don't care because it's all stupid? Right. Like, that's what this movie kind of is. It's all nonsense. It doesn't make sense. And it's <clears throat> right. It's like but... I had this dream where I was at a fun fair and, like, <laughs> I stole this fuse and three punkers, like, followed me. So, like, all of a sudden I was on a sailboat and then I ended up on this, like plane crash site and (laughs) bunch of mirrors hung from wire it's okay yes (laughs) and so it totally sounds like that but it never gives you explanations for any of it that's my problem also (laughs) i just i wish there was a freddy explanation too yeah you know what i mean i thought we were gonna get one at the end but she just repeated the same damn she just said the same tv said yeah right it's like okay so sure she's angry that this happened why would she be killing people? Mm-hmm. Like, give her a motivation. Yeah. You know, or... <clears throat> or wouldn't they be like, go back to the land and get scientists that can help us get out of this time loop? Right! <laughs> I mean... <sighs> maybe, or maybe if they kill him, they get to party with him at the end. So they just want a new guest to party with. It's boring partying with the same people for 27 years. Okay, but, th- I mean, <laughs> then this raises even further questions, which is why... By dying, do they then become time ghosts? Wouldn't they just die? Because they weren't part of the plane crash with this crazy thing, unless there's like the plane is still generating some tachyon field that's like it is. It's it's enveloping this one little area. Exactly what it's doing every time. It all makes sense now. And your spirit can't go to heaven because that's it. Stuck in the plane time. Okay, so these people all died. And their spirits couldn't go to, to, couldn't leave for the afterlife because the weird particles that were there are holding their spirits in place. Works for me. Perfect. <laughs> Why are they then zombies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. well. Don't worry about it. I'm it's not, not important. <laughs> okay. So we. Uh, okay, we've got the snow globe, blah, blah, blah. Leslie grabs Rick and the rest of the girls who are out there, and she's like, something's happened to... Tom. Tom, yes. And <clears throat> they go out to that same boathouse, and Rick's like, oh, I bet he's in this room. Yep. And he opens a door and nearly falls off a cliff. Yep, because there's just nothing out that door but cliff. Yep. Whoa. Whoa, he holds onto the door. It's a pretty great, like, Buster Keaton kind of moment yeah. where he's, like, hanging from the door, suspended over nothing. It looked great. Yep. Like, it was a great little little stunt. Um, and some and the the old guy from before, Pa, I guess pa, you were saying yeah. his name is. It's Pa, Ace, and the Bear. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Pa, Ace, and the Bear could have been a 70s, like action TV show. <laughs> I totally would have watched it. Uh, lots of great CB jargon in Paw, Ace, and the Bear. Yeah, Paw's a trucker. Paw's a trucker, and the two kids, they've got like a hot Fiero. No. <laughs> not <laughs> something better than that. Uh, Trans Am. They've got a cool Trans Am. One of them does. The other one has a, a motorcycle with a sidecar, and there's and a, a talking chimp. dog that rides uh, in the sidecar. I really wanted a chimp. No, sorry. Wow, God. Talking doggo. Uh, okay, fine. 
And his name is like Bricker. No, the dog's name is Sidecar because he rides the sidecar. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I'm sold. How much do you need to make this pilot? All. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll give you all the money. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. So, um, all right. We're we going to need to sell a lot more stuff at CoCityComics.com to oh, fund this show. You know what? You should buy a bunch of stuff from CoCityComics.com. Like an awesome Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. You totally should buy that. This has been an ad for Co City Comics and the Funbox Monster Emporium. Anyway, buy stuff. Buy stuff. Buy, buy stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, we see the the maid again, but now she's walking through the woods. Yeah, she's just going for a stroll. Ghost stroll. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, so that old guy he comes in, and he's like swinging a watch fob or something. It's it's a chain, like it's like a brass knuckle so chain little. thing. They uh, we forgot to mention that synchronized threat they did earlier when they all went. Tsh- Pulled out the chains together at the fun fair. Holy shit! <laughs> Just to make the opening scene even more weird. That must be some sort of like special carny weapon that I'm. Yeah. <laughs> like carny weapon power it's up. It's like a it's a it's a chain that can like whip, but I think it could also like wrap around your fist, so so it becomes almost like brass knuckles. Like I that. guess, man. It looked so weak to me. Like it looked like something. I was like, why is he gonna whip him with that thing that he pulled off like the pen at the post office? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does look like, it like well, that. That thing does not look like the bank chain. Yeah, the bank ch- pen chain. Um, <laughs> but no, the, but he's swinging the pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get you. My pen. <laughs> he's got my pen. Uh, oh, I've got your pen. All right. <laughs> But you know what it's good at is punching through stomachs. Fuck! Where did this come from? So, Unexpected. Yeah, so Pa just punches through Leslie's stomach, and then she turns into this, like, half-silver-faced woman character now. Uh, yeah. So, which, which, which I thought looked awesome. What no, a cool it looks look. great. It's, yeah. like, crazy new wave zombie ghost. Yeah. She's got the she's got the undercut, so she's got the one side shaved, like I did pretty much all through the eighties. <laughs> um, good look. Um, yeah, so so Leslie Leslie's think, a zombie now. I think again points to the idea that she was evil the whole time, and it was like, oh shit, you've spoiled my disguise. That could be. You I know. thought. I thought. Yeah. Or is Pa supernatural at this point? You don't just punch through stomachs. Well, I mean, you punch through stomachs when they're made out of green goo. I mean, she was like, you know, when he he punched through, it was like seaweed that came out. So it was like, oh, I'm possessed of the seaweed ghosts of time. Oh, I thought it was blood. It was seaweed? Yeah, it was was full on green seaweed guts. Like green television blood? (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't (laughs) a lot of it. It was really just like, it it looked like the seaweed monster. So... All right, so blah blah blah, everybody runs. Yeah, I mean they they take off, but then Rick is like, "Wait a minute, I've got to do something because I'm the hero of this thing." He grabs a net, throws it over Leslie. <laughs> Leslie hates nets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows that that's her secret weakness. Yep. And so he's like, "Aha! I've got this. Plus, I've got orange smoke." Yeah. <laughs> How did he know what that was, where it was? What the fuck was that orange I thought, smoke? I thought about? it was like a road flare at first. I don't know Me what. Me too. I, I think it's a distress thing for boats. Like it shoots lots of colored smoke in the skies so people can see. Yeah. I, I think it's. I'm well, sure. Yeah. 
Maybe he's a he's a boater. He owns a boat. He knows what that is. That's true. Yeah. Or if that he, was he at least stole boat. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the, also, this gave me a lot of Lost vibes. I gotta say, this this movie had really like strong Lost yeah. vibes. Also cool. <laughs> um, so he oranges her to death for. <laughs> or at least get oranges least her enough that inconveniences she's her <laughs> incapacitated for a little while until she goes and sulks and hides in a ceiling for a she while. She sounds guess. like it's fucking murdering her. Yeah, when, when he hits her with the orange, she's like, ah, orange, ah, my secret weakness. <laughs> ah. And you know, then she disappears for a little while. We don't see her for a few for a few minutes. Um, even after all this insanity, so we've seen all this craziness. Yep. Jen, I believe the other girl is like, I'm going to run ahead. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. You know, there's like legit monsters now. You know that there's monsters here and you're not crowding together with the other two people on this island. Nope. <laughs> nope. Going <laughs> to run off on my own. And then she finds a tiger pit in the middle of nowhere, falls into it. And she's held. She's holding on by her arms. And... They pull, they her, pull out. her out. And okay. It was nothing. It turns out to be nothing, except to just traumatize her further, because she's the one that totally loses it. Um. Jen's basically like, I just let's, what if what if we just be quiet? What if we just be quiet and they'll leave us alone? They'll be quiet. They'll leave <laughs> us alone. Uh, and and Rick's like, No, we need to go in there and we need to show them who's boss. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to drive a snooker table over. <laughs> Take him out with my electric snooker table. <laughs> I wish I had my car so I could drive it through the hotel. <laughs> Johnny vehicular homicide. Just can't wait to get something to run people over with. Um, so there's <laughs> there's a rock slide. They're basically hiding in this little cave thing. And then some rocks start falling in. They're like, oh, fuck. They're going to get us no matter where we are. Uh, so we need to keep moving. And they're like, wait a minute. It's the guys from the, this is where they, they knew they recognized Pa. Yeah. And they're like, they were oh, like shit, wait a minute. Two there more. were three guys yeah. at the fair. They must be after us. So all of this could be explained. Silver face lady and all this. It's all explained easily <laughs> by carnies. So <laughs> I thought at first that it was like Paul was a zombie, like a, a, a manifestation. Because again, like I can't fathom the fact that these fucking knuckleheads took a right. robo out chasing these kids <laughs> to an island. <laughs> I mean, how did they know where they went? How could they see? And and how did the our party <laughs> not see them following them? Yeah, like it's <laughs> they have a rowboat. These guys had a sailboat. <laughs> It's so stupid. I mean, I love it. I mean, meth's a hell of a drug, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't know if British carnies have the kind of meth power that American carnies These do. These ones do. Yeah. So, either way, pretty cool. Um, they get back to the hotel, and so the sound design in this movie, mm -hmm. bonkers. Yeah. Like, everything is put through a phaser. Like, every sound you hear has a bizarre phase effect on it. Like, everything's whooshy, everything's weird. And because everything sounds so weird, even the most normal things that happen, 
everyone thinks it's supernatural in the movie. They're mm-hmm. reacting to the sound design as if everything in their reality sounds like this. Yep. So in this next scene, one of the girls knocks a tray off a table and it makes this world-ending noise. And everybody's like, ah! Oh, She's like, oops, sorry. Oopsie. <laughs> but of course it sounds, you know, like a fucking truck fell from space and exploded in the middle of the kitchen. Okay. So this was great. They go back into the into the entryway. They're like about to try they're they've all, you know, come together to figure yep. out what's going on. And then we have a a really wonderful Salem's Lot moment where they're just sitting around and then there's a knock at the door. Hi. Governor, let me in. I just want to polish the silver. And she's like, oh, no, it's her. She's out there, ghost monster. We can't let her in. What are we going to do? Um, and so, please don't leave me outside, she says. And they're like, oh, fuck. Everybody go check the windows. we got to close the- again with these things. Yeah. They're like, oh, no one can get in if we put the hook latch on the shutters. <laughs> This is the second movie we had where people were like, "Oh, we'll keep the we'll keep the monster out with this." Yep. Bink. Yeah. <laughs> Good thinking. Um, shocker! It doesn't work. Um, so this is where Ace busts through the bar, right? Uh yes. One of the I guess it's Ace. He does a bitchin' forward roll through that window. Oh, that's the bear. Was that That's the bear upstairs, that yeah. does that? So Ace is attacking them at the bar, doing pulling a Jason, shooting a machete right through a wall. Right. And then they run upstairs, and the bear does this, like, freaking stunt where he, like, what was he so doing? good. What was he doing, though? Like, he so, must I mean, have been on a trampoline. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's second floor. That's what I'm saying. Second floor. Shot out of a, he's a carmy. The, he could have been shot out of a cannon. He could have just came in the door downstairs. But no, he he flies through the window, breaking glass, and rolls on the floor, and gets up. So good, it was awesome. It but looked like, amazing. It was it, it was amazing. But then you're just like, why? Why? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was like it was like a stunt from a like an A team or like a or an Indiana know. Jones live stage right. show, you know? Yes, definitely uh, one of those. But then he gets killed in quite the interesting way because how does he get killed? Um, what's her nuts, Leslie? pops out of a circular hole in the ceiling and then like kind of does this weird special effect where she snakes down that was crazy and it was all just camera effects like all just like the way you shot it looked neat so you know yeah and she twists his head around twice yes they do the like basic magic stage illusion of like putting him in fake clothes and twisting his body around so it looks like she's spinning his neck yep pretty funny I liked it um, but it's the it's the closest thing you're gonna get to gore in this movie. Yeah, is that, <laughs> and I will say that that's in defense of this movie in a lot of ways. One of the cooler parts is that because they chose to not use gore, the outs that they had where they're like, okay, well instead of gore, we're gonna have to do something else. They got more creative. Yep, because like her coming out of that weird like looked like a light fixture yeah something like that it was like a weird circle in the ceiling crazy it you know great. like there are so many of those things where the kills had to be really creative later what happens to the to the pilot and stuff like that you're yeah. like well that wouldn't have happened in a movie where you could have had blood so that's cool <laughs> um anyway so um he's dead 
So both Ace and the bear are dead. Ace is still alive. Ace is still alive? Yep. Okay. He, now, he, 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 fall, he gets eaten by the burping soup pot thing oh, later on. Shit, that's <laughs> right. That's that's a real house moment. Yes. Uh, that's like an American house moment, too. Um, okay. So, Dad shows up with a shotgun. Who's that? The Which dude? Uh, Rick. Okay. Rick shows up with a shotgun. Yeah. It wasn't Pa. Um, and he shoots the ghost lady here. She's on the stairway. She shoots her once. Her stomach explodes and makes <laughs> so fart good. sounds. Yep. And, and she and she has zero reaction. She doesn't she care at full all. Full on, like one shotgun blast to the stomach, and she is like Jason Voorhees in Part Six. She's just like, "What are you even bothering with? What? What? What?" And then he shoots her again, but it doesn't do any kind of explosion whatsoever. And she feels that one, and she <laughs> acts very hard. She's like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> and she hits the ground, and it's like, "Ah, she's dead." And they're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe she's not really dead. I've got an idea. And so he starts bashing her arm off with the. With I mean, the that's how you. Gun. That's how you totally make sure a ghost is dead is Remove bludgeon their arm, an arm, bludgeon an arm until it falls off. I. <laughs> I like, I like our our protagonist lady here, where she's like, stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I gotta get this arm off with this butt of a gun. (laughs) I've said this many times in regards to horror movies, but don't stop. Yep. Mutilate. Come on. Take her head off and kick it down the hallway. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, But they don't do that. Okay, so... Let's see. Where are we at now? Oh, um... Oh, yeah. Tom becomes a zombie. Yes. Right. Uh... Ace chases them into the kitchen where uh, he falls into this giant soup pot kind of thing that right. eats him and then it burps. <laughs> yeah, the shotgun is out of shells, so Rick throws it away. Yeah. He's like, this is worthless now. And they're like, oh, fuck, the Carnies must have had a boat. We should go We should go look for their boat. And I'm going to split up and stay. I'm going to split up and not go with my boyfriend and hang out with Tom. Zombie Tom. I've got this crazy idea. You all need to get to the boat. Just go. Just fucking go. <laughs> and what are they what are they even split up for? I don't know. Once they find the boat, they're like, okay, we gotta go back now and get we'll them. Now we'll go back and Just go! <laughs> one one way would have been so much easier. Yep. But they don't. Okay, so that was when like when they were going out to look for the for the boat, Paul falls through the door. He's been all beat up. Um and he's like, uh, look out. For Leslie. <laughs> so, apparently Leslie fucked him up. Uh, now, the woman that's with him, I think it's Kim, uh, she barricades the door. Now she's that's, trapped in there with Tom. That's Janice. Sure. <laughs> Fine. To me, she'll always be, be Kim. Kim. <laughs> and so Tom becomes a zombie and yep. wakes up and starts trying to attack her. So she runs out that door and she runs into an elevator running away from Tom and here we get some cool shit true she crushes his fingers with the gate and then uh yep and then ends up turning the elevator on with his arm still stuck through the gate and it chops off his arm when she that goes was good. up that yeah. was good and he dies yep and he then, dies from from a severed arm yes so, it, it, that's I mean, how you kill ghosts 
Especially Time Ghost. <laughs> Turns out Time Ghost. Time Ghost, arm's a weakness. Yep. Left arm, get that off. And uh, so then she gets killed by the elevator itself in a horribly botched effect. That started out looking so cool. It's it's, it's a total latexy uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Just fucking. one of those things where they were like, they didn't know that you were supposed to paint the latex with latex. You you use latex pigment to make the latex in the yep. first place. Instead, they were like, it'll look just as good if we paint it with spray paint. Yeah. And then the arms go out, and then the paint cracks, and yeah, it's like... It just like, looks so bad. Cheese ball. I'm sure. I'm sure they hated using it too, but I'm sure they had no. They had no choice. Choice. They'd set the whole thing up. I mean, I. Yeah. I don't know where you're gonna get another wall of latex exactly. to do that with. It's, yeah, and also they do it later on too in the kitchen when everything's coming alive, and it's the same freaking shit. Cracked paint looks ass. And it's so weird because when it's like that tight, do the Freddy effect. You gotta do. You gotta show a face or yep. something or a body. Well, they do after because she gets absorbed into the elevator. I guess that's how she gets killed. I mean, I guess, but it just looks like it. It looks like stumps. I thought it was ghost boobs for a minute. It was, it was just these two weird. Oh, lumps. oh killing her. You mean? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was just lumps that kept moving up and down. Yeah. And I was like, why are there ghost boobs? And then nope. It was that's like not the wall sucking her into it. Right. Yeah. It was just that like the latex was super tight, so they couldn't get like definition of yep. the hands or anything. It too bad. That was a bummer. Um, okay. So, Rick is now chasing the pilot ghost through the woods. <laughs> there's So, there's a camp set up there. This was such a lost moment. And it, it set up such a thing where it's like, this is fascinating. Yeah. This story of this character is so compelling. I was beyond annoyed when it turned out that we weren't going to learn a goddamned thing about him. How He's, long was he... He crashed the plane. He obviously survived because he set shit up there. How long did he live on this island? Why couldn't he get help? What They... He literally, in his camp, he had the thing that was basically teaching them what was going on. He'd hung up mirrors everywhere. Mm-hmm. He had broken pieces of mirror hung from strings so that, like, anywhere you went... You could see through the mirrors, so he was getting a warning for the ghosts that were showing up. So, oh, that's what those were for. Yeah, okay, but he's a human being. The thing is, he was piloting the motherfucking plane. Yeah. So he wasn't, uh, if this is the way that it works. Again, they just botched it, because what would have been cool, he's still a human. He's the last human that's there. Yep. He's like, I've done something. There was something in the... That's where we get our info dump, is where it's like, something happened, and this the spirits of these people are now trapped in time and in this place, and they're so angry. They... They have they've been driven insane, and Fuck now that how about we get none of that and we and just we hit just, him and make him turn into smoke? <laughs> the, so instead of doing any of this, like all of this cool stuff that we could have learned about this thing, and he's been living here for t- thirty years or whatever, it could have been such a big yeah. deal, and it could have been so interesting, and it should have happened so much earlier in the movie. And then, you know, he's killed because he's distracted. They're, they distract him, and finally the ghost of Leslie is like, fuck you, yeah. we've been looking for you for a while. Bam, stabs him through the heart or whatever, and then they run off after getting the info dump. Yep. 
That's yeah. how they do it. I got to admit, his death. Oh, was cool. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it on somebody else because yep. it was unexpected. <laughs> but basically, we're like, personally, because maybe Lost had set me up for expecting a big info dump here, but he shows up and he's not being threatening. He's just like, he comes in, he's like, uh, like, doesn't say anything. Like, he's looks like he's about to talk. And somebody, one of the two of them, comes up from behind yeah, Rick them. smashes him. Rick, like, hits him with a baseball he bat. He blows up like pottery. <laughs> he turns into a puff of, like, like he was made out of pink uh, pink chalk. Yep. And just f- blows away like a Knight of the Comet death. <laughs> it's super look cool, though. It looked great. Um, again, it... Yeah, your, your thing is fantastic. I would have preferred that. Yeah, well. Bummer. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Um. Okay, so he's he sees the he finally sees the boat that the Carnies brought. Um, All right, cool. We know they have a boat. Of course they had a freaking boat. Of course they had a boat. You know, the other thing about this movie being like super low budget and I think also probably British. The when they turn, they don't have the effects budget to even give them contact. Mm-hmm. So like. Their eyes are normal. Everything's normal, and they just got like a little bit of baggage under the eyes yep. or whatever. It's like my zombies now. You <laughs> wouldn't have known that they weren't just themselves without yep. that little tiny thing. It's too bad. <laughs> um, okay, so Kim and Rick. I'm gonna call her Kim because she's okay. Go she's, for it. She's, she's Kim she's, now. She's Kim. Uh, they follow the the disappearing maid, but she goes away, um, and then. Shit starts moving on its own in this this area. The, the in the kitchen, the carny Ace the carny follows them in there, and then oh, yeah. That's we've got a full them. on like forbidden zone. Everything's going bonkers <laughs> in the kitchen. You know, it's going backwards in time, forwards in time. Things are falling off shelves. Plates are breaking and then reforming. Blah 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 blah. And then you know, giant pressure cooker eats Ace and burps. <laughs> Awesome. It's so good. Awesome. Um, so they're attacked by, you know, meat forks and knives and stuff flying through the air. They do the typical close the door and then thunk, dun, 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 yep, dun, dun, dun. things stick into the door. They're hiding in, like, the closet, right? That's weird. I th- that or just in the other room? Because they get to the, they they get to the get snooker out, room right? somehow. And they have the, the giant... Everybody from the party is there. Yes. All zombie-formed. Right. Oh, 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 this... oh, no, this is... But before this happens, uh-huh. this was another one of the things that was like, okay, come on, what does this mean? This, You're going against your thing again. So they show up and they go into that, oh, that room theater. again. Yeah. And clearly they knew what 50s music sounded like because they were playing 50s music this time. <laughs> and it turns out that they're... The, there's a woman announcing. They're like, "Oh, and we're gonna have the dance contest and the waltz and blah blah blah." And you know who's here? It's Rick and his lady. And it's like, "Oh shit, they know us." Yes, we know you. Let me tell you what's going on. We're trapped in time. Again, if you're trapped in time, how are you talking to someone who isn't <laughs> trapped in time? That's not trapped. But fine. Um. And so she she does her little little info dump, and yeah, it would have been neat if they were like ones that got away somehow too, like kind of like that uh like the after hours episode of Twilight Zone with the mannequin. 
Yeah. Yeah, like, sure. like you guys were supposed to be here with us all this time. Like, right. You got off the island. Now you're back. And we're keeping you here. That would have been so lost. Mm-hmm. But that would have been amazing. It's like, oh shit, that's so much better. <laughs> oh my god. If okay, so there it is. There. That would be why they got back there. Yeah. Yeah. Except that you know that. Oh, I don't know why they'd be in 1987, but still, whatever yeah. doesn't matter. Um, you know, all of their parents disappeared in a plane crash, and they were supposed to be on it with their parents on a trip. Oh, yeah. They're all childhood friends. Yeah. And they missed the plane. And it's like, oh, our parents are here, and they're zombies. Oh, shit. And it's like, yes, you were supposed to be here. It's messed up the space-time continuum that you weren't <laughs> here when this thing happened. Whatever. You know, that's that's a very lost kind of, kind of approach. But nope, it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. So, whatever. Um... Now the, the the time zombies chase them all over the hotel. Rick pretty much makes quick work of every fucking zombie that shows up. Like, and then they just drive a snooker table around like a car. This is so, <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I mean, in a movie that is full of weird, this was this scene like it's lit like creep show. It's got like yep. heavy red and blues, like really dark. They're riding the snooker <laughs> table while all the zombies are just like kind of like limply reaching out at them. They both like they climb up on a snooker table and it like pilots around like it's a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like donk, donk bounces up, hits the wall, oh, turns around, donk, <laughs> donk, and the zombies are like, ah, we're gonna get you. <laughs> but they don't. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> This slow-moving snooker table has outwitted me again. <laughs> um, and then a snooker table shoots them out a window. And they're outside. And then they're outside, and they're like, they're totally safe. And Rick's like, I gotta go look through that fucking window again. <laughs> Bro, count your lucky Just stars. <laughs> I mean, the thing... And what does happen... So the, the window smashes open. There's glass everywhere. And then, it, and then there's glass. no glass. And then the window is back to being normal yep. again. Because and, there's weird And everything in the room's all set back up. Yep. yep. Which, so then they're like, okay, fuck it. Let's run to that boat. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's right. They were also attacked by a Lucky Fruits pinball machine in oh, there, yes. too. Which yep. is also pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yes. So they book it to the boat. Um... There's this great moment here where he falls off a tiny cliff and he's like, oh no, I'm going to die. <laughs> and it's like, he's got like a foot behind, like, it's one of those things where the camera guy was supposed to shoot him as though he was on a massive cliff. Yeah. And he's way too bad, too far back to make it look like that. It's like, okay, why did you even include this? I and almost stubbed my toe. Well, and even better than that, it's like, okay, oh, she's going to help him back up because he, she's seen him fall no she just climbs down yep. him while he's hanging <laughs> on for dear life like using him as a human bridge that's like man every man for himself apparently with this lady um they run to the boat which strangely doesn't have any oars <laughs> what did they think they were gonna do yeah they're just gonna like float out their, there like, i guess yeah do you see her later on trying to like paddle with her hand <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were not... I mean, there was no way they were going to make it anyway. I think the time zombies stole their oars or something, whatever. And then Janet, uh, who got killed, who got sucked into the elevator, she's all of a sudden back on the rocks calling for him, and you're like, no, it's a ghost trap, you you jerk. Dumbass. 
And uh, Rick goes back for. Hey, I got an idea. You know what? You know what's lucky about being lazy? Um, in my instance, I'd be like, "Hey, come out to the boat, dumbass." <laughs> yeah. You don't need me to drag you to the boat. <laughs> we walked you, out to you, the boat. You come here. You come to me. <laughs> Fuck face, <laughs> and instead he's like, "No, oh, I can't leave I'll her. I gotta go run you. back to the beach and leave you alone in the boat." Uh, bye, bye. <laughs> so once he gets back, he falls into some quicksand. Yep, which is, which is great. I That's love great. quicksand. Oh, it looks great. We used to see quicksand a lot more back in the day. <laughs> you know, we don't see quicksand. I think people learned that there's no such thing as quicksand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was just something that we always grew up with. Yeah, it's a sh- it's a shame. And uh, and then Pa comes back holding an outboard motor for a boat. <laughs> and uh, oh, maybe that's where the they they didn't have maybe they had that motor on the boat. That's why they didn't have oars. There's no way that thing had an outboard motor. Yeah, no way you could put it hell. on a rowboat. Yeah, really? Yeah, totally makes okay, sense. Okay, totally makes sense. All right. And Pa chops up Rick's face with the outboard motor, and we see none of it. Nothing. Damn it. Yep. And then, oh boy, we're going to get some sort of weird, crazy final girl thing here, right? Uh, no. Oh. She, uh, uh, Carol gets pulled through the floor of the boat into the ocean, I guess. And then she ends up, this this, this is how the movie ends, and it makes no sense to me. Uh, she gets pulled under into the water. Then we're at the hotel where everybody's partying. But she's not there with everybody partying. She's behind, stuck in a mirror, going, help, help. Why was she trapped in a... Why isn't she congoing with all of her friends that are back there doing it now? Hey, I got an idea. Why isn't she then the woman who goes to check her makeup? Oh, yeah. Why isn't that her? She has a moment where she's like, uh, she goes to check her makeup, and then it ends with her being pulled into the mirror. And that's your that's your circle. It makes no sense. No, but, but at it's least still it's something. still it's a circle. At least it puts a button on it. This it makes this doesn't this it just doesn't ends like shit. that. Her behind the mirror going help. I need help. Uh. And, yeah, it's just like what the fuck. Yeah, I feel like just a few little tweaks of this movie, and it could have been such, something such really, potential. Yeah, really special. Yep. I, I mean, especially with how good. The camera work and the editing are the fact that they can do practical effects like this that are, in my humble opinion, unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an amazingly fun watch too. Yeah. It's just goofy and and, yeah. and a lot of fun with a lot of neat things to see, but like just not flushed out enough. Yeah, those three kills are the the her coming out of the ceiling mm-hmm. that moment that effect. Yep. Uh, the guy coming out of the movie and going back in. Yep. And the and the last one, whatever the other good one was, uh, the pink smoke, the pink smoke yeah. one. Th- those three were just beautiful, and, and it's absolutely unlike anything I've ever seen. And I, I'm surprised now, after seeing this movie, that this doesn't get talked about more. Often. Yeah, you never hear anybody. Talk I about have literally never heard anyone talking about this movie. <laughs> I only picked it because it was called New Year. Right, exactly. And we're on January 1st right now. Exactly. That's so weird. That's so weird. And there's not a lot of New Year stuff in it. I mean, yeah, it's a New Year's party, I guess, but that's... Yeah. That's about it. 
Oh, but well. yeah, I definitely recommend checking this movie out. Yeah. If you Why you listen to those? For if you, if you like, <laughs> if you like weird ass movies, this one is definitely for you. It it really. It, I I definitely agree with whoever it was that said that this movie has a house vibe. It really kind of does. Yep. It's like it's a tamed down version of that. It's like, again, it's like a Doctor Who version of House or whatever. It's it's that kind of thing. It has that BBC quality. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it's probably if it was shot in the UK, it probably does have that frame rate issue, where they're like it's shot in PAL. Frame, oh, yeah. So it's twenty nine instead of twenty seven or whatever. Um, every frame counts. Every frame counts, and it but it gives it that weird like Mexican soap opera thing where it's like ah, <laughs> it takes you out of it a little bit. It, it's a, a thing I honestly that did I, not notice. So I always I always get weirded out by the frame rate in in British huh. movies. I don't know why. Never notice it. It's very strange, Ever. huh? But uh, cool. Yeah. Again. Happy New Year, everybody. That's Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. You know? Don't get sucked into a mirror. Don't get... You know what? If you're going to take anything away from this podcast, don't get sucked into a mirror. Yeah, it's just good and, advice. And if you're going to take a second thing away from this podcast, shop at Coast City Comics. Yeah. And buy things from our website because it helps us continue to make this podcast, which for some reason you have made it to the end of. And, and it, I congratulate you. And it you. keeps me out of trouble. It really keeps Matt off the street. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna be one of those like East End kids, mm-hmm. like pitching pennies in an alleyway. Yeah, I was shooting craps behind the store before <laughs> Tristan found me and, and had me do this. Getting in fights with the Brooklyn changer. gorilla. Yep, and he's a dead end kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can go to coastcitycomics.com, get a fun box monster podcast T-shirt. We got do officially it. licensed uh, Black Roses T-shirt, and that uh, we've covered. And uh, officially licensed uh, Blood Diner T-shirt. Yeah. So or. Tank top, tank I guess. Top. It's great for cooking veggie burgers in. Great for that, and uh, and please rate and review us on on whatever platform, and tell people that you like this podcast, and tell us that you like the podcast because yeah. it makes us feel better about the fact that we spend time doing this, um, and also helps us get other people who can listen to it, and then those people might shop at Coast City and help me make money, and they'll stay out of trouble too because they'll be listening to this instead of uh, you know getting into trouble instead of being out on the street serial killing or whatever <laughs> kids do these days it's, uh, it's, that's Fortnite what they do these days. or Fortnite or arson or whatever yeah. it is that kids like <laughs> uh, anyway thank you all we love you to death uh, and we will see you next time with something else Happy. in the new in the year new year may it be a wonderful new year for all of us and not a bloody new year <laughs> good night peace